Fantanas. Lucifer. Good evening, ghouls. Good evening, ghouls. Good evening, ghouls. Oh, shit. We got Jordan on the pot again. Only seeing, like... I'm, like, 50-50 on good and bad movies that I've seen with you guys. Oh. <laughs> well, what did you think of the Pope's Exorcist? Mid? Mid? Pretty mid. Pretty yeah. mid. That's it. That's the podcast. Yeah. That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Honestly, though, like, mid in, like, the actual, like... Like, just... Just, like... Two and a half stars. Yep, two and a half stars. Like, just right in the middle, like, it... The plot was a little bit more twisty than, like, your average, like, Exorcist movie. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, there was definitely more to it. Yeah, there was, like, a larger scope. So, like, like... Because, like, a normal Exorcist movie, I feel like, is very small in scope but this one was like i'm gonna take over the fucking the vatican <laughs> you know what i mean well, like yeah the scale of it mean, surprised me yeah i was pretty shocked let's get into it who wants to do the summary i feel like i've been doing a lot lately i could do the summary okay um so essentially we're following uh father gabriel and morth the pope's exorcist um, and he's kind of, you know, he's the big guns. He, whenever there's something that needs to be taken care of, that's like, uh, you know, really bad. He gets sent out. We start the movie with him going to an exorcist and, um, an exorcism. we start the movie by him going to an exorcist <laughs> and, um, there's a kid who's, you know, doing typical exorcist stuff. Um, and, and what I thought was really fun, puts the demon, quote unquote, into the pig and then kills the pig. Well, cause it's legion. Because, he says, I yeah. am legion. So like that, that was kind of fun. Um, but this will eventually come to bite him in the butt when he's taken before like a task force type team that are basically gunning to take him out of his position. Um side the the second side of the story we get the point of view of a family who tragedy struck their father uh, was killed in a car accident the son was in the car when it happened saw his father die in a horrible fashion hasn't spoken since we got the angsty teen girl that didn't want to leave her old home and the mom who's just trying to keep it all together they have inherited from the father's side this abbey um, and their plan is they're going to restore it and sell it Obviously, we're in an exorcist movie. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, the little boy becomes possessed um, and pretty quickly starts getting into, like, the real fun stuff of an exorcism. They don't really like right pull their the punches back. very... <laughs> they, don't, they don't pull any punches. They get right to the, the creepy shit, which is fun. Um, we go through your standard, you know, exorcist story where the exorcist has some sort of trauma and or shame or sin related to them and they overcome that um but with the twist of this particular demon is asmodeus the king of hell the king of all demons um and this site is one of 200 sites where god uh banished the 
you know, evil spirits from hell. The fallen angels. The fallen angels. And um, so it's the scale of it is a lot bigger, like we said earlier, because this demon in particular is trying to infiltrate the Vatican because they've already done that once with the Inquisition, um, but were found out and thwarted, and this was their second attempt at doing this. Um, and they were banished back to hell and were set up for a franchise, apparently. <laughs> um, 200 with, more movies. Yeah, with uh, Father of Morth and uh, another priest who I can't remember his name. Escabel. Escabel. Um, teaming up to work on going to each of these other 199 sites to, you know, vanquish evil and whatnot. And the very last words of the film are, let's go, let's to, go to hell. hell. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken by Russell Crowe. I, I was pretty impressed with Russell Crowe, actually. I kind of, like, I think his character was the best part of the movie. It was, oh, he was yeah. really fun. He was a breath, like, I, there, there's the, like, reluctant, or not reluctant, like, like, the badass or, like, I don't know what you call him, like, the priest that doesn't do, isn't very priestly, you know? He carries yeah. a, a flask of whiskey with him, um... I really like this kind of, um, it, it's, it's a trope in horror, um, especially horror literature. Um, I'm fond of it. It's just one of those ones that like, I know it's a trope. I know it's stereotypical, but it's just kind of fun to see a priest be doing non-priestly things, you know? I, I really enjoyed his character, um, for that reason. And then also because I felt like he helped the movie not take itself too seriously. Yeah. Um, like, He's right after... Jokes. He does have jokes, and that's He's the thing that he says. He jokes. says that, like, the devil doesn't like jokes, and that's why he tells them, and that's why he's just, like, yeah. so lighthearted about it. And while he does have, like, this horrible job of, like, seeing these, these terrible things happen, whether it actually is, like, spiritual or, like, just, like, mental illness... Um, yeah. He has to, like, you can either let it consume you or you can face it for, like, oh, well, there's no changing it now. And now I'm just going to, like, live with it and not let it consume me. And he doesn't take things lightly, but he doesn't also, like, dwell on them, which I thought was a really fun thing. And obviously this is based off of a real person and it's written, it, this movie was based off of his own memoirs. Um, so I don't like, I, I don't like know. Grain how, of salt, like, yeah. What? Like kind of like take it as a grain of salt. Exactly. Like. This is definitely, uh, the, what's that fucking movie we were talking about earlier with Hugh Jackman? Oh. P.T. Barnum. The, the Greatest Showman. Yeah, this is definitely the Greatest Showman version of this guy's life, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Based on a book written by him. but That was good. That was the, it was a good book. It, said, it was a good so. book. He said so. But I, I don't know, big, huge thing that, like, made me roll my eyes. Um, you know, all of the, the terrible acting and writing like aside the one thing that I genuinely like disliked about this movie was um and I'm sure this is actually like 
Catholic lore now, <laughs> like since the 80s, was that um, the Spanish, Spanish Inquisition, of course, was um, actually done in the name of God by the devil himself. So, of course, that was all of that, like, murdering and and um, oh, yeah, pillaging and all book. of those terrible things that happened. Um, of course, that was that was Satan. We know now um, that it's was one not of the uh, first recorded misinformation campaigns. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I read a paper about that a couple semesters ago. See, I did not know about that at all, but I love it because, you know, we've just talked. No, I about... mean the Inquisition, not. Oh. Not the. <laughs> I was like double what? think of. The double think of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, we've just talked about 1984. Um, Go listen to that episode. It, yeah, we, we get you, into it. But. If you haven't listened to it, it's it's great. It's fun, especially for those of you with religious trauma. Um, yeah, this organized this a lot religion of... and they're they're um, gaslighting you into believing things that they've rewritten and have erased records of. Um, or just said that, of course, now we have the revelation that that was false. Yeah. the well, we I had a conversation with Alex's older brother one time um, while we were both inebriated and ranting about the church as we do when we get together. Um, and he, I, I, we were talking about, like, whether or not the Mormon church would ever, like, accept gay people. And, like, at that time... I was like, oh, there's no way. Like, they can't. They can't, like, they've doubled down on it so hard. But he was like, he was like, there's, they absolutely have to accept gay people at some point because otherwise they they just will not last. You know what I mean? Like, it, it it's becoming more and more accepted and, like, gay people are being seen as human more and more. And it's slow and it's going to take longer than it should but eventually it will just be norm a normal part of society and if the church if any church wants to survive into that time they'll have to adapt and they'll change and say oh we were mistaken and this is exactly what this movie did with the inquisition you know what i mean like it was like oh JK, the Inquisition is actually a horrible thing and it was led by Satan, but we didn't know. We were getting deceived. And that's exactly how churches survive is just this blatant hypocrisy. Um, and so the, I think for me, that's the most problematic thing. You know what I mean? It's just like the, like I said, the double think and the, like, the, tr- like, justification almost. Or like they're trying to absolve themselves of any sin. And I'm just like, Mm, I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, though, fun movie. The special effects were great. Yeah, actually, they and... were really fun. And they did things, like, that I hadn't seen before in an Exorcist movie. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know, like, it's a genre that's been beat to fucking death. You know what I mean? Um, I've always had a soft spot for them because they're the movies that scared me the most as a kid. They're because crazy. I actually believed in demons growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like... I had some experiences as that that now looking back I know were early symptoms of a mental illness that I suffer from but that those thing those experiences were confirmation bias for me believing in this like evil demons and stuff like that. So these movies have always I've always loved them because of how much they've scared me. 
Um, so I've seen a shit ton of them, and it's you know it's pretty rare when uh, when a, a movie like this, a demon exorcist type movie, can surprise me. Like the thing, the two eyes was really that was cool. Good. Like when when, you... the, the, when the kid moved his eyes, the demon's eyes were like behind him. That was a lot of fun, you That's know. Good. Like the the double possession was really cool. Like possessing multiple people, and yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of really cool special effects stuff that I really enjoyed. Along with, you know, the classics of walking on the roof and mm. the people's joints bending at the wrong way. and You know what I mean? Like, the, there's, uh, there's the, yeah. The thing that I really liked was, I guess, sorry, this is different. Not a special effects thing. The child actor for for the demon was, mm. he was Wait, very for real? good. You liked it? Or you didn't like him? I couldn't no. stand no? I, Yeah, I thought he was pretty I goofy. Thought he but was he was good. so goofy. He looked like Gollum, too. The, the problem he wasn't did. him, necessarily. It was just the voiceover didn't quite match no, his mouth. And, his, and it, every no, time it didn't yeah. match up, it kind of took me out of it. And I'm not a huge fan of the voice that they used. It's always the it's, same one. Yeah, just like the... But so, I but, thought he was good. He was, in, like, physically like the, actor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like physically, I liked... Like, he was good at what he did. Um, And then he got grosser and grosser as he went on. Like, the special effects that they did for him um, as he became more demon than human was really good. But um, That was a nice callback to... The very uh, last where he's, like... The original exorcist. Yeah, where Basically a cat-looking thing. Mm -hmm. It was good. Dang, I did not like this movie nearly as much as you guys did, I think. (laughs) I mean, I, I didn't. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, yeah. and exactly what I wanted, like "Pray for the Devil" to be. I thought "Pray except, for the Devil" is definitely worse than this. Except it didn't. Oh yeah, like a million times yeah. worse than this. Except I expected this movie to like end with him rejecting the church because I, mean, I guess I didn't expect that, but I was hoping that's where it was going to go, where he was going to realize like the church has been corrupt this entire time and like yeah kind of like forsake the church he was a real person that was the that was the the pope's exorcist until 2016 when he died i mean like it said that in the very beginning of the movie that's true but i mean you don't gotta i don't think you have to really stick to like i my issue with this movie was there was like at least five different ways that it could have gone that I thought would have been way more interesting. There was tons of stuff that I liked. I loved Russell Crowe. And I kind of wish it would have... I felt like I had a higher time deciding if it wanted to be a little goofier and not take itself that seriously. Mm. And then be very, very serious. Like, I actually liked where it ended of, like, the this, like, buddy cop Mm -hmm. exorcist duo because they set up well that, like, he's an old-school exorcist and there's, like, a new class of younger yeah. younger uh gen z uh <laughs> they're, they're not no those are boomers those dude are, but no. but what are like i'm trying 86. to think the newest like, the newest ones would be gen x that was the 80s though the, it was gen 86 was born, was, boomers is like 60s so he's like but a, that guy was in his 20s in the 80s that's what i'm saying oh okay. i see so he is okay, a boomer okay. but i'm yeah, having he would be a boomer then the new wave of like uh, I'm having like I don't know like all the Catholic terminology like whatever those guys he went and saw all the other exorcists I guess or they're the, not the like like bored like that he was talking to yeah because that it, was like reprimanding him yeah because they're like it kind of feels like they're riding this new wave of like those aren't things that have like 
we're not mm. doing exorcisms. Right. It's like bad PR, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and he's very old school. But then they kind of leave that alone. Like, I would have liked to see him more mm. kind of delve into, like, how he does things old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Aside from, like, he drinks whiskey and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was, like, yeah. funny and lighthearted. But, like, more of, like, actually a, like, kind of battling, I guess, his place in the church now. Mm. And mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I thought that would have been more a little bit more drama between. And I, I they might bring it. I I would not be surprised if they did a sequel. I really would. I'd be down to see if it one. Made enough money. And um, I also thought like, so kind of like uh, I thought the effects were cool, but my thing with I think Exorcist movies that makes me kind of tired is like, with this I wish it'd be more like practical stuff, mm. especially when, if like with exorcisms, it's kind of a subject matter that is more grounded because like there are people who very much believe in this stuff yeah have claimed to see it and it is like kind of phenomenon like you've seen um what you could probably only like there are people who could probably have seen what they could only explain as like some sort of possession and so i feel like they should do more like realistic grounded sort of things in that but mm. when they were doing like the crazy effects they did look pretty good some of it looks like real, like kind of rubbery, like the mouth. Right. Yeah, stuff. that was a little bit too looks, much. Looks a little much, but um, other than that, like, and I even thought it was gonna go in more of like a, a direction with the first um, exorcism he does, where he's like, does a guy like watch American TV mm-hmm. mm, yeah. and go into more of like what's an exorcism and what is people mm. just kind of like, like. Uh, a little off yeah um because like side note i we kind of talk like i work with uh i work with children with disabilities and stuff and like uh in an elementary school setting and we kind of talk about this sometimes of like i've seen stuff students do that like if back in like the 1800s yeah. and stuff like that you would only you would think that is like otherworldly yeah and like down to like even i was thinking about it like watching the kid who's possessed in this movie, like the self-harm stuff, the yeah, screaming, yeah. the foul language. Like I've seen kids do some stuff like that. And I was like, damn, if you don't have like, with how far behind we are with anything related to people and their disabilities, like even now, go back like a hundred years ago, you would think right. that is dead. like yeah. the, like they need an exorcism, like right. or a possession type thing. Yeah. And I thought it was going to kind of go into a more mm. of a direction like that of weeding out, I guess, because they talk about it. Yes. Like, that's a huge plot point. Is that, that's, his, that's his guilt thing, is that he was like, she wasn't possessed. Like, mm-hmm. she straight up wasn't possessed. She was just mentally ill, and no one was helping her. Yes. And he chose not to help her. And he her. chose not to help mm-hmm. her, because he, I mean, like, Which, what could he do? He said at the beginning that he was not a psychologist, but, like... But did I miss... Right? He talks about, though, that she was another example of, like, the sins of the church, mm-hmm. where she'd been... Am I right? Like, she'd been being... a been abused yeah and it was like her trauma that led her to that he like glosses over that he's like it was literally a throwaway line and i was like like, wait 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 wait, hold on on. so she was like two sexually abused by the controversies (laughs) that they just either conveniently like throw away like no Mm -hmm. it's because of this or or just like damn that's crazy she got (laughs) assaulted but what can you do but that shit was kind of crazy that was they talked a lot about things like, they spent so much time on his guilt with that. Like, they just kept repeating that he felt guilty. But then they just and glossed over that yeah. fact. And they just 
there was that, and then they didn't talk about the mental illness nearly enough that they set up in the beginning like they were going to, yes. where he was like, 98% of the cases I have are people who aren't possessed. Like, yeah. they just need counseling. And evil. And, <laughs> like, it's, they set it up to have that conversation, and then that conversation was never had. What I thought was going to happen was, like, he got there, and then he would think, okay, there's, there's, this and boy's not leave. possessed. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? But, like, I, I, it, it was just... It was right away. Right, right away, which, like, I'm fine with, yeah. but, like, the way they set it up made it feel like, I don't know, like, I, they, I feel like he didn't need any of that setup mm. if because none of it was really explored that much. A hundred percent, because that made me think of, like, the, um, another thing, like how I said, there was way more interesting ideas that weren't explored, like... And it's probably been done, actually, like, a handful of times. I'm just not thinking of any right now. But, like, a an exorcist who's just been kind of faking their way through it or mm-hmm. has just, like, only run into, like, the mental illness we talked about for it and then is, like... Just, like, jaded. ...actually confronted with a real possession they got to mm-hmm. deal with. And how do you handle that? Which I guess is kind of maybe the character, his... What was his side? Escabel. Escabel, like, Esquibel. His, his sidekick is kind of that. That's another thing, too. His shit was comical. Mm. When he choked out that kid. That was so funny, <laughs> like, dude. I lost and, it. He I'm put hands shit. on I'm this sure child. I'm sure it's not supposed to, but the dude's Listen, calling him man. out for these sins. And he just pounced on him. Huge relief that, like, when the possessed kid talked about his sins, I thought it was a completely different direction. Oh, yeah. I thought they, they were, said, yeah. Sleeping with the congregation's daughters. I was like, yeah, I was, like, I was like, oh, I was like God damn how old were these daughters? Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then she's like a full grown woman. They very yeah, like, established okay. that, like, a full grown woman that he was in love with, age appropriate relationship. Like, you see her later in the film. I thought he was going to be possessed the whole time. Like, really? Oh, like that yeah. twist? Because he kept, like, he kept saying things with, like, this, like, weird smile. And I was like, this is like... <laughs> He's just a weird guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it just wasn't good acting. Yeah. Or, I mean, like, it was just, like, mid-acting. But I, I kept thinking, I was like, ah, oh, this... He's fucking possessed this whole time. You know what I mean? Like... So, how was the act... Like, the acting... What are you guys saying? Was it terrible? Or was Russell Crowe just having a blast and not everybody <laughs> else was as committed? Yeah. Because he was... Well, that's how I felt. He was tearing it up, He man. was like, tearing it up. He was he all was, up in that act. I, can, we, can we talk about the best part of this film, which is the fact that he rode from Vatican City to <laughs> Spain on a moped. I was in tired. his red aviators. Oh my god. He had drip. He, he had so been, much drip. That must be like That must be his signature move. Yeah, you know? that must have been like a signature thing for yeah, him in like life. A, like that he rode that moped. The first time I saw him on that moped, I lost my mind. He's and like then a I saw dude him too, again. So it's yes. kind of funny, like this big dude on a moped. I saw him again. They were like, "We need you to go to Spain." And then he goes, <laughs> "I was like, bro, he's really riding all like, the way to Spain." I mean, you can't do the that countryside. though, right? Because, no, even like, when he was, like, no, like it's like literally there's an ocean, which yeah. means he had to like. No, you can go. You, there, you can go from from Italy to Spain. Yeah, there's not an ocean. Are you sure? Yeah, you just go. Know, they touch, because you've got Spain, you've got France, and Spain is down here, and Italy's over here. You just have to go there. I mean, you could probably take a boat. Depends on where in Spain. I don't know where Rome is though. It's it's disconnected. Where? Oh wait, no, that's not. I, I thought that was water, but it was. It's a border. 
Yeah, you have to go all the way through France. Through France. Damn. So I wonder if they just like he just brought it with him on a bus. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he like had to fly it there or ship it there to get <laughs> the like, fucking moped. But, with it. Yeah. But it's just implied that he rode it the whole way. It's <laughs> well, so you, good. It, the first time you see him on it, it was kind of silly, but they don't dwell on it long and it's yeah. in the dark. But then the next time you see him, he is. It's, it's a good chunk oh, of like. Man. It's teetering on like. This has kind of been going on for a long time. Um, the mom's acting. Terrible. What else was she in? Is she in Malignant? Is that the girl from Malignant? No. 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 no what not. is I she in? I thought of Malignant a lot. Sorry, side note. No, go ahead. With the, one of the things that did bother me where I was kind of saying, like, I wish an, like, an Exorcist movie I would like to see done mm. more practical is mm. because in, like, with all the contortion stuff yeah. that they do in Exorcist, like, Malignant, that was contortionist. Yeah. Like, yeah, they had a guy... That actually, actually went through and like figured out how to walk backwards and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, you don't you don't have to CG do these funky CGI things for Exorcist movies because there's people that can do that to a certain extent. And like, what they CGI'd like, I think specifically the girl to do. Yeah, somebody can do that, mm. and it just kind of looks funky and rubbery. Like, or like you the... could get someone who can unhinge their jaw like a snake. Yeah, like to do that. Like I've seen or people do that. That so. seems like another. I guess practice CGI is much cheaper than practical, but like you can, you can like make that practical jaw effect and then kind of CGI enhance it. Mm. Um, but I like. She's in Midnight Mass, by the way. Is she good in that? Was she bad in She's this? Very... I felt like she had some weird, and part of it was like. Wait, who is she? She's the mom that becomes young again. Oh, duh. Yeah. How could I forget? Oh, she's my word. She's a very, very small role in Midnight Mass. But so she's she have so a important of, to me. She doesn't okay. have a lot of... Uh, was, she, was she better than that? Um, yeah, she was great. Because I mean, um, like, she's she, just so... She doesn't have a whole lot to... She's literally in, like, an um, episode and a half. But then, um, like, in this... She's the one that spoilers... Had the relationship with Father Paul. Okay. So Anyways. important to, <laughs> Back to, to the Rodecky. movie that we're, we just watched. Anyway. <laughs> um, like, oh, no, you go ahead. No, you finish what you were saying. You just. I just um, with her, like, because there were parts where, like, she had lines. Because mm. my initial thought when the movie started, I was like, damn, they're really doing this. I guess when it gets to the family, I was like, this is like a completely different movie. I was very mm. interested and what Russell Crowe and stuff was doing, and now you got this standard family in the very obviously haunted house, or I guess not. Abby. They like, roll up to this... The most fucked up house. Disheveled mansion. Yes. And I was like, okay, this is too much. I can't take And then they this. do the, like, we very... Do. They give you the exposition in, like, a very... Mm. Ha- like, all their dialogue was, like, first draft. We and can then, get any of them. You know what I mean? We could have no. been with Father Tom... Or Father... Uh, I'm more with Father the Paul. entire time. Yes. And, you know what I mean? And, like, it was all, like, all their stuff felt like first draft dialogue. And the then, first then lines. Russell you can't dress like that. Yeah. We're not in America anymore. We just got the title card that it said, or the, the yes, text that said we're in Spain. We know. We know. And that was weird, too. I was like, is this going to take over, like, a very specific, important stretch of time? Because mm. why are they showing the locations with the dates? The, yeah. And then the and date then that was the day again. after, yeah, it was so, July yeah. 1st, and it was July 2nd. I was like, I get setting up the year, like, okay, it's July 1st, 1987? 
something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. So I was like, okay, perfect. Now I know this takes place in the 80s. I didn't know that going into this movie. Mm. I hadn't seen a lot of promotions, so I was like, okay, cool. And then they do it the very next day with a date, but a new location. I was like, why are they telling me the date and the location? So this must take place over like a very... Like the timeline is three days. But yeah. then they never tell you the date I mean, or anything again. And then just they just let the passage of time happen organically. So I, yeah. think, I was like... I think that it's nitpicky. It doesn't really matter. I just thought it was weird, and I thought about it. I but think it's, it's the culmination because of those it's a things, journal, though. because it's written from his. So I think he includes the dates. Yeah. And then it does only happen over the course of two days. But then it doesn't. We don't get the date again, even when it's been like a month. Yeah. You know, and they've been back to America and everything. Mm-hmm. But which do we know that this crazy. is like based on his? Yeah, books? it says it at the end. It said it at the end in the in the credits. I th- I I. It didn't say that it was based on his books, though. It, it said just it said was... it was like he wrote a bunch of books. No, at the after that, like in like the... in the in the credits, uh... it said that it was based. I don't know. Well, it's it gave a title of a book, and I just assumed that it was his. But um, I don't know. um, I think a couple of things that you said, Jordan, were what I wanted to hit on. One of them was um. I kept thinking the whole time, I was just like, I just want an Exorcist movie that's not like a God movie, but they can't not be. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Because it's a Because it's an Exorcist movie, you can't exercise something, it's inherently religious, like, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be a, dim, a demon expulsion movie if you Unless... didn't have god because it's just so cringy yeah you know i don't know like <laughs> there's i i'm not an anime fan but uh-huh. there's an anime called ghost hunters or something that i watched when i was a kid that was uh, very formative for me that they kind of do that mm-hmm. like it's like a team of there's like a Catholic priest. There's like some sort of priestess. There's a guy who is like looking at like these supernatural phenomena from like a scientific point of view. And like there's a guy from who's like a Buddhist. And so it's like a team of people. And then you get like the POV of like all of these different points of views about what this phenomenon that is happening. And I've always, always wanted, and like I, I didn't even finish the show, but I, like I watched the first couple of arcs, and I, and I enjoyed it, and I just really want that. Mm-hmm. Mm. But with that's not a anime yeah. because the anime's trash. <laughs> it just like it's it makes me so mad to just like watch these people because they get to be the heroes. Like, and... They get to be the heroes, yeah. but also like they're just yelling. Yeah. It's just No, yelling. it's their priesthood, which you wouldn't know. Because I'm Becca, a woman. Because you, you, you don't know the highs and lows of having the ironic priesthood. Am I right, brother? Yeah, yeah, brother. That's what I'm talking Heck about. Yes, brother. <laughs> but that's just, like, what I kept thinking the whole time was, like, I want, I want a, a demon exercising movie where it's, like, more than just screaming. and. I wanted him to lose his faith, but still, like... Like God, he knows like God this exists. Works. God exists, but the church is bad. Mm. Yeah. And so he has power from God, but that power is dissociated from the church. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was like. That's what I wanted from this movie, and we didn't get it, obviously, mm. because it's based on the true, based on the life of a, a guy who person. died as a. You know what I mean? As but that's what I want. This uh, I want it so bad. Church. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, even the Ed and Lorraine, like, uh, movies, The Conjuring, et cetera, um, 
where Ed Warren has like he does his like exorcism but he's not really an ordained priest. He just mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like I like that. I like when things like that happen. Yeah. Um, but that's another one that's based on the true life of problematic people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you could do an exorcism movie and just divorce it from I guess like the Catholicism part yeah. and just be like, you know, there are demons, there's a creator and then the um antagonist you know to the creator that'd be like the devil right and do stuff like uh there um kind of like i watched like the first season of that show preacher and it is like outside of him being like a preacher it's just about like you know they're like yeah god's there's god there's hell but then it's just like a bunch of like there's a vampire and stuff like that like it's just using midnight buzz moment like you know just I guess kind of like the like demons and everything, but it's not from what I remember. They're not talking about really like Catholics and stuff like that. Mm. It's just there's demons on Earth, supernatural yeah, style, yeah, like supernatural stuff. And yeah. I think you could do that. I was also thinking in it, I would rather like when they when he first sat down and talked to the kid, that I'd rather I'd I would rather see just Russell Crowe in this room with this demon like this be the exorcism for like a feature like it would take just insane acting but like almost as that for a full-length movie of yeah. just a very just russell crowe in the mo- in the room with this like you know just russell crowe and just some other a-plus actor who's like you know playing this possessed person and it's just the exorcism in this very contained space just going back and forth like that because that was interesting Mm. And then the family had to come back in, and the other yeah. priest. It was just bogged down by everybody else. And the Pope? That was wild, too. <laughs> Why was the Pope kind of bad, though? <laughs> <laughs> Robert was he blessed fucking, by he, the Pope. He fucking one time. vomited blood on that one priest, he and did, I got bricked bro. up, dude. <laughs> Stop. Why couldn't it be me? <laughs> Robert gets blessed by the Pope I one time. I did get blessed by the Pope. Wait, what? Pope Francis? Yeah. I was, when I was in Paraguay, um, I was in the hospital when the Pope came, which side note, the Pope, when the Pope came, the, everyone started selling Pope merch <laughs> and I, my greatest fucking regret is, didn't get is that I didn't get any Pope, Pope merch because our like mission leader told us that we couldn't. What? Yeah. It was bullshit. Yeah. I, I regret it. it so much. I regret it so that much. That shit would go, that'd be so tough. I know. Um, but while I, he, so when he came. He came to the hospital that I was at and then blessed everybody in the hospital. Like, he went to, like, room by room and just did, like, rapid-fire fucking, mm-hmm. like, blessings. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Eating nice with it? Yeah. Was... I barely even saw him because he had fucking, like, security and shit, like, that all around him. Just a hand <laughs> from behind, like, through, like, two dudes yeah. in suits. Just... It was right? pretty cool, though. <laughs> um I wish you guys could be in the like, car right now and see Jordan's hand just coming up from his, the back yeah. seat. <laughs> um, I was, I did think two times that the all-time I'm him moment is just a dude reading your stats and you get a heart attack, Stop. like he did when he first learned about this demon. That's what like the pope, the, the bad pope you're talking about. Dios mio. Twenty nine and oh. <laughs> Straight up, he was reading this dude like what? Three title defenses? <laughs> Had a heart attack. And then, um, 
I mean, I guess his immature boy brain. I kind of giggled when he grabbed his mom's boob. His turkey. Yeah. Couldn't help but like he got that dog in him. <laughs> My God. He was. Yeah. That was. I was like, oh. Um, I. I go. laughed when Mother Mary came out of the well. Yeah. That oh, great. that was wild too. That was yeah. great. And then she became. Be- and she was actually the demon. It yeah. Was, was... Yeah. Classic Mother Mary shit. Classic. Um, I thought that. Uh, dang it! Did I lose it? Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I was just thinking. Um, I'll let it come back to me. Maybe. I totally lost that thought. Speaking of which, demons in Exorcist movies, just be saying the most like heinous shit. Oh my god! Yeah, that was exactly it. Actually. I just hate the shock value of a kid saying, like, unhinged stuff like that in, like, Exorcist <laughs> movies, where it's I'm like... I'm gonna fuck you and you're gonna come. That one was wild. I hadn't heard that, that one was crazy. Movies. Like, you're, he said... I'm gonna fuck you and you're gonna feel guilt as about, you come yeah, as, as you, I fuck you. I was, I was like, like God damn! I was like, okay, that <laughs> is, like, but, like... <laughs> I feel like a lot of time in Exorcist movies, it's just, like, where a comedy, it'll be like, it'd be funny if this kid said fuck in, like, an Exorcist movie, but, like... Wouldn't it be crazy if they talked about, like, just said this shit in, like, a gargly, <laughs> otherworldly voice, and it is, like... And then puked. <laughs> but then also, it brings me back to, like, yeah, I work with kids who say shit like that yeah. all the fucking time, and it doesn't phase you. Like, so seeing, like, the popes and, like, them have this, like, oh, my God, this kid said that? I'm like, dog, like, two days ago, I got, <laughs> like... My dad works uh, in the emotionally disturbed classroom at his school. And uh, he has a kid that, like, stalked him on Facebook <laughs> and created a, like, program on Scratch that was, like, a little animation of my, like, pictures of my dad that he got off of his only, Facebook. Only <laughs> pictures. Dancing and, like, like, it would, like, zoom in on his face and my dad's face would, like, open up face. and there's another oh picture God. of my dad. And then it's just all, like, yeah. <laughs> insanely, like, like obsessive, shit. like... <laughs> Yeah, or like, yeah, he just, he, he had one kid, he said, I'm going to fucking kill you, and I'm going to kill your dogs, too. <laughs> I'm going to break into your house and kill your dogs. Yeah. Just, yeah. The, just say, that shit. Kids will say the most heinous shit They will sometimes. say some wild stuff. I've had kids threaten state-sanctioned violence against me. Stop. The kid said he's going to have a, they said he was going to call the cops and they'd kill me. No. And I was like, that's weird. That's racist. That was, Hold like, on. That's a very targeted comment <laughs> that you had to go and learn about. <laughs> Studying institutional racism just to talk shit to a para, that's wild. <laughs> Comes up to you, you ever heard of Trayvon Martin? <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> He said, I'm going to put your face on a fucking t-shirt, dog. They're going to call you George Floyd when I'm done with you. That was... So, yeah, so, like, it's, it's like, the kids saying just heinous shit in, like, an exorcist movie is the most, like, blah part about it. Um, but... Overall, super mid movie. Very mid, but had so much fun stuff on it. Like, if... If they come back and think, like, okay, what worked? This buddy cop thing, yeah. we're franchising it. Because they even had, like, the Nick Fury reveal at the yeah. end of, like, mm-hmm. who's in charge now? And it's their black guy. It's their, <laughs> like, it can is we, their Nick Fury. Like, is, what was, what is was the, the like, Vatican actually got, like, all that 
weird art in it and the, stuff. The, the MI6, like, under, yeah. it reminded me of, like, like I what's mean, they, going on? The, 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 the Catholic Church is very, very um, artifact. Yeah. yeah. They, they, that's, like, their thing, you know what I mean? So, I wouldn't be surprised if they had some sort of repository type thing. Because that was crazy, because it was, like, the Avengers headquarters reveal, like, you've got people, like, you got your uh, your your chair guys, like, they're down there on their computers, like, looking up all this stuff. It was, it was too, it felt like too big of a reveal to not be like, okay, if this goes well, we got Russell Crowe setting up this franchise for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it was at least two to three movies. Yes, and if they just focus it up, like what worked, what worked about this one, and then put all that in this next one, like I'll, I'll I'm more than happy to go see it. I mean, I'll see it yeah. just for Russell Crowe. You know, what yeah, I mean? he like, was, he really he was did good. He was having a blast. Yeah. Which have you guys seen? Um, the one he was in where he's like, it got road rage or whatever. I'm trying to remember what it's called. No, I didn't. What? I know what you're talking about. Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> no, no. That's a... Uh... <laughs> no. Call, uh, describing Mad Max Fury Road as a movie about road rage is a... <laughs> That's so That's good. good. It is. Damn. Um, he's literally just a guy. Oh, it's, it's called, called like, Unhinged. Truck or like... Huh? Oh, yeah. It's called Unhinged, because I was about to say, he's just an unhinged dude, but yeah, that's what it's called. It's unhinged. He's a guy in traffic who gets honked at, and then he just terrorizes this woman for an hour and a half, and it is fantastic. Well, that sounds fun. What are the reviews on this thing? Um, Let me put it on my ranking first. Why am I typing letterboxed into the letterbox search bar? (laughs) Well, we've decided we're going to... We're gonna make a a list for Jordan since he's been on a total of four episodes now. Let's see. Jordan. Jordan's rankings. Oh, I don't know what happened. It auto-corrected to French. Do I need to actually rank my yes. and So what have you seen? I've seen, despite all I said, it's going really low on my list. Bones and all. I don't know. Bones and all. Um, Megan. What was the third one? Oh, god damn, Skin of Marink. Oh, yeah. This is better than Skin of Marink. <laughs> All right, I think I got it. And I'm putting it at number 46, right below, or right above Woman King, and right below Fallen with Denzel Washington. Okay, so so move these around. That's, oh, okay. In, in order of, like, best That's to worst. Close. Phones and all was, I loved that. I think it when was I was good. on here, I gave it, like, a 80-something. I don't know. We we moved to uh, letterbox rankings. Okay. So Bones and All's first, and then oh, Pope's Exorcist and Megan. Megan is weirdly high on my list. I know. I like Megan a lot, but oddly enough, I think. No, I would watch Megan again before I watch Pope's Exorcist. 
Megan would be a fun movie to like and have a drinking game too. Yes, mm. this would too though. Hey, you know what? Both of these have ripped off ears in them. Oh yeah. I but, really oh. want to do a podcast where two people like you pick two movies. Like I pick a movie, Becca picks a movie, and we don't tell each other what the movie is until we've already picked it. And then the podcast episode would be us trying to find the through line. Yeah. Like, the th- like what's the thing that connects these movies? Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. That's and cool. then, like, I guess what the other person is going to say. So, like, watching Megan and the Pope's Exorcist, and then... And then at the end of it, like, see if you can guess, like, what the thing is that connects them. I am I don't know. putting Megan ahead of Pope's Exorcist because of the, the ear tear was better than Megan. It was a lot better than Megan. Fun stretch. And also like this is felt much longer. Like Megan's a tight like yeah. thirty. It goes right? it, it burns and through. It, yeah, it goes through really quick. I wish I had more movies on this to put <laughs> so much space between these three <laughs> movies and Skin of Marine. Yeah, Skinnerink is number fifty-five on my list of fifty-five. I cannot. I was so excited. The Gulf. I remember, I remember seeing that like people were comparing it to Blair Witch. So I was all hyped oh, to tell know. Robert, like, "Yo, we got to check this thing out." Blah blah blah. You had already heard of it. Then we go. To, oh my fucking god! So, the, the, it, comparing it to Blair Witch is such a fucking. Uh, exactly. This no, isn't the yes. Skinnerink podcast, but that is that is heinous and it makes me so mad that this movie got compared to fucking Blair or that movie got compared to Blair Witch I think so <laughs> how am I ranked this the side of like if a movie's good or not based on the four I've seen on Letterboxd right now Bones and All being good Skinnamarink being bad I'm gonna give The Pope's Exorcist a Bones and All nice. not good not great but not Skinnamarink <laughs> I think so. every movie you're gonna see from now on is gonna be on the bones and all. Oh. So I gave it a two point five stars. Um and on Letterbox two point seven is the ranking. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'd say I'd say probably like two point three for me. Do you guys add if you put the hearts? Like if it's a two point five but you loved it still or whatever, like the little no, we don't actually do the ranking because it's all one profile. Um, mm. So um, we haven't done, like, the personal side of the, um, like, we don't use our personal accounts. It's all on the Undead Poet account. But, damn, there's not any really funny reviews that I've found so far. That you guys have made? or just No. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, from It's LV... Three and a half stars. Film of the year. You'll come. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's. It, um, I miss. I want to see just Russell Crowe and more stuff. Like it makes me want to just go back and yeah. watch Russell Crowe. He's so good, man. Like he fucking is. Gladiator. We'll watch that movie on this podcast someday. That movie. That movie fucks. Yeah, it's so, so good. good. It is so um, good. Beautiful really, Mind. So beautiful mind good. is amazing. Cinderella oh, Man. I think I've seen that. So I've seen fucking so good. good. Cinderella Man. I was re-watching clips the other day from uh, Noah, the movie. Oh, my God, yeah, with Emma oh, Watson. Oh, yeah. terrible movie. Oh, oh we got a hot take. <laughs> I, like, I thought it was kind of, like, it's, it's 
Maybe I just got tricked by how cool I thought the little rock people were. I was so uncomfortable that whole movie. But yeah, maybe that's because like of the religious. The religious, yeah. But that's, I don't know. Something about it felt off. Like, it felt to me the same vibes as, like, uh, The Brothers Grimm. You oh, know that movie? I, I fucking love, love that, that movie. movie. It's a good... I like The Brothers yeah, yeah. Grimm, but the the feeling uh-huh. of, like, the just, ooh, don't like it. I, like, made me really uncomfortable. I don't know. I no, do like that movie, but I don't know. So. That was a dog shit biblical movie. Um, see Exodus, Gods and Kings. Where, um, every I mean, it's just all white. It's got Christian Bale in it. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I ever saw it. It's just all white folks playing Bible. It's <laughs> crazy. I put Pope's Exorcist at number 47. It was under Watchmen and above Denzel Washington's masterpiece, Fallen. Damn, what is Fallen? I've never... It's not. It's, it's, it's not Denzel a... Washington's masterpiece. It is Denzel Washington's masterpiece, but... It's like a very inconsequential movie, but it's got fucking the most the, the best demon in all of fucking movie history in it. It's a it's a good demon. It's a good, a good demon. demon. He's got like he sings the song. What's the name of that song? Time's on my side. He's on my side. Yes, it is. That's like his like. That's how you that's know. That's how you know the demon. The demon. Is in possessing somebody? Go listen to that episode. (laughs) Have a good chat about it. (laughs) It's a great fucking movie. It's a mid fucking movie. Never heard of my dad. My dad like wants to be played in a movie by Denzel. I've never heard of this movie. I grew up in a Denzel Washington household. What's up? I just want to get played by Denzel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Well, folks. Jordan is going to be signing us off tonight. Yeah, I'm Have a good night. This was fun. Music by Chase, I guess. Yes. Music by Chase, I guess. (laughs) Until next time, ghouls. Later, ghouls.